You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we look for true love with Billy Eichner's Bros. Let me tell you what's progressive now. Being alone. I love my life. I love my freedom. I love my independence. That's kind of sad. That I don't want to be in a throuple. I don't even want to be in a couple. You met a guy? I don't think I'm his type. He's like gay Tom Brady. What are you into? One of these ripped idiots with no opinions? No, I'd like someone who's physically very frail and won't stop talking. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Now I have to go to a Pride party and you're both too old to be in the pool. Please leave. Oh my god, do you guys remember straight people? Yeah, they had a nice run. Bobby is a neurotic podcast host who's happy to go on grinder dates and content not to have a serious relationship. That all changes when he meets Aaron, an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides as their undeniable attraction turns into something resembling a commitment. Written by the team of Billy Eichner and Nicholas Stoller and directed by Nicholas Stoller, Bros stars Billy Eichner as Bobby, Luke McFarlane as Aaron, Guy Branham as Henry, Miss Lawrence as Wanda, T.S. Madison as Angela, Dot Marie Jones as Cherry, Jim Rash as Robert, and features Eve Lidley, Monica Raymond, Guillermo Diaz, Jai Rodriguez, Amanda Bierce, and Deborah Messing. When Bros was initially announced, it had a very interesting, albeit overdue, concept. An LGBTQ plus love story starring LGBTQ plus people telling the story of their courtships. It was compared to films like Bridesmaids in terms of comedy and actively tried to be its own thing. Plot-wise, this is just like every single other romantic comedy that you have seen. Our lovelorn stars bump into each other in a strange way. They're both very close-minded, however, as they spend time together. Anyways, you've seen this plot played out a thousand times. Musically, this movie is very modern, with a ton of EDM and a touch of country. So definitely not up my alley, but hey, I can't win them all. Acting-wise, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but with a ton of tongue-in-cheek moments pointing out flaws in popular rom-coms and films with LGBT. TQ plus themes, it comes across as on purpose. And that's where this movie really, really shines. The pokes, prods, and laughs at the expense of movies like Brokeback Mountain, Call Me By Your Name, and any other movie where a straight actor uncomfortably plays a gay character is absolutely hilarious. As are the moments that were written to make any person that's ever felt a little different watching a big studio movie finally feeling like they belong. Bros is a good movie. The negative reviews seem to come from people that just didn't get the joke. Ultimately, this film is worth your 115 minutes. It's funny, it's charming, and it's mostly an original comedy. I give bros an A. Here comes the spooky season and Nick at the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a couple of changes on the release schedule. As quickly as we heard about it, it is now gone, as Paramount has removed the next Star Trek sequel from its release calendar. This news comes a month after the project lost its director, Matt Shackman, 
who is now confirmed as the director for the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. With the change of director, Star Trek has now been removed from its upcoming slate, but will continue when a director is found. Over at Warner Brothers, following the cancellation of Batgirl, a number of fans were concerned of what was going to happen with the upcoming Blue Beetle project. Coming from director Angel Manuel Soto and starring Sholo Maradueña, the film wrapped production earlier this summer, and as Batgirl has showed us, just because the film has been completed doesn't mean that it will see the light of day. Director Angel Manuel Soto told NPR that he was worried that the film was going to be cancelled. However, Warner Brothers Discovery have assured him that the movie is safe. Maradueña will star as Jamie Reyes, a first-generation Mexican-American kid from El Paso, Texas, who becomes the Blue Beetle when he's implanted with a super-powered alien armor. Blue Beetle will also star George Lopez, Adriana Barraza, Alpita Carrillo, Damian Alcazar, and more, and will hit theaters on August 18th of 2023. Pennywise star Bill Skarsgård has been a busy man, as it is now confirmed that the Crow remake starring Skarsgård has wrapped filming. Filming took place in Prague during a lengthy 10-week shoot. However, there is a little bit of an issue. Documentation filed with the city of Prague seems to indicate that The Crow was being filmed as a six-episode TV series, although the word coming from the studio is that this is going to be a feature film. The Crow is based on the comic book series created by James O'Barr, while the original film released in 1994. The Crow had the following synopsis. The night before his wedding, musician Eric Draven, played by Brandon Lee, and his fiancée are brutally murdered by members of a violent inner-city gang. On the anniversary of their death, Eric rises from the grave and assumes the gothic mantle of the Crow, a supernatural Avenger. Tracking down the thugs responsible for the crimes and mercilessly murdering them, Eric eventually confronts head gangster Top Dollar to complete his macabre mission. Skarsgård is joined in the cast of the Crow remake by singer FKA Twigs, who plays Draven's girlfriend fiancé and Danny Houston from Yellowstone. Rupert Sanders from Snow White and the Huntsman is directing this film from a screenplay by Oscar nominee Zach Balin from King Richard. Shortly after announcing that The Crow has finished, writer-director Robert Eggers has announced that Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp will star in his remake of the 1922 silent classic Nosferatu. Earlier this year, Eggers said that he feared the ghost of F.W. Murnau was trying to block him from making Nosferatu, as the project had previously crumbled apart twice. Nosferatu is an unofficial adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, and the original 1922 film had the following synopsis. The mysterious Count Orlock summons Thomas Hutter to his remote Transylvanian castle in the mountains. The eerie Orlock seeks to buy a house near Hutter and his wife, Ellen, and after Orlock reveals his vampire nature, Hutter struggles to escape the castle, knowing that Ellen is in grave danger. Meanwhile, Orlock's servant, Nock, prepares for his master to arrive at his new home. In other upcoming projects, Deadline is reporting that Ruben Fleischer is set to direct the next installment of the Now You See Me franchise for Lion's Gate. Released in a statement, Fleischer said, quote, There are three things in this world I absolutely love, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Magic. To have the chance to work with these two talented actors, as well as the rest of the incredible cast of the Now You See Me movies, is a dream come true. I'm a lifelong fan of heist movies. I love getting drawn in by the twists and the mystery where nothing is what it seems. And that's even more true when the thieves are magicians. The opportunities are endless. Eric was able to unlock a fresh and exciting way into the new movie and fun new characters, so I'm excited to dig in even further. Fleischer most recently directed the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and Seth Graham Smith, who will be writing the Now You See Me sequel, has been serving as the co-writer and showrunner of the live-action Green Lantern series for HBO Max, which is still very much alive despite Warner Brothers Discovery cleaning house over at DC Films. The Hollywood Reporter is stating that a new film in the 1999 comedy franchise American Pie is in the works over at Universal. The original film had already spawned three theatrical sequels with the original continuity as well as five direct-to-video spin-offs, including one that released as recently 
as 2020. The new film is based on a concept pitched by Sujata Day, who is known for her role in the HBO raunchy comedy Insecure, and as a writer and director of the film Definition Please. Plot details are unknown, but Day's pitch is being described as a fresh take. Day will be writing the script, although it has not been announced if she will also be directing or starring in it. Meanwhile, over in the rumor mill, during a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, actor Christian Bale recalled a fond memory from his childhood related to Star Wars. He said, quote, All I ever wanted in Star Wars was to be in a Star Wars outfit and hit my head on a door or something as I walked through. The real nerds who watch Star Wars way too many times always knew about that one scene where the stormtrooper hits his head on the door as he comes through. I wanted to be that guy. A few years ago, Bale revealed that he was actually in talks for an unspecified role in Solo, a Star Wars story, saying, quote, There was a discussion, and I hope there will be future discussions. Christian Bale's next project is David O. Russell's Amsterdam, which will hit theaters on October 4th. Continuing in the rumor mill, but changing universes for a second, following the death of William Hurt, there have been continued discussions in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as what to do with the character of Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. With the announcement of the Thunderbolts movie, fans have been wondering if Ross will be involved, and Jeff Snyder recently claimed that Marvel is looking to hire Harrison Ford to step into the role. While speaking on the hot mic with John Rocha, Snyder said that multiple sources have indicated that Harrison Ford either is or was Marvel Studios' top choice to star in the Thunderbolts movie. Snyder also admitted that he may be late with the news and that Harrison Ford may have already passed on the role. Marvel has denied the claim, but Snyder went one step further, adding that the studio wanted to announce Harrison Ford as a member of the Thunderbolts movie at the D23 Expo, but Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy wanted to keep the attention on Indiana Jones 5. The Thunderbolts movie was announced at D23, though, with Sebastian Stan returning as Bucky Barnes, Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova, David Harbour as the Red Guardian, Olga Kirilenko as Taskmaster, Wyatt Russell as John Walker, U.S. Agent, Hannah John Kamen as Ghost, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. The Thunderbolts movie will hit theaters on July 26th, of 2024. I mean, besides all that, was there any really important information that came out regarding the Marvel Cinematic Universe last week? I have nothing. Yeah. Just completely empty up here. Ryan Reynolds released another video teasing the upcoming Deadpool 3 film. And, well, I'll leave it to the experts to explain. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. And then the two followed it up with another video trying to answer some of the fans' questions that may be burning in their minds. Hi. Hi. How are you? You have questions. Yes. I, I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Like, for example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029. Mm -hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm -hmm. Logan died in Logan. Not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two get out there. Thank you, Kevin Feige. Love you, Kevin Feige. Thank you, MCU. 
As of now, Deadpool 3 is set for release on September 6th of 2024. The new Blade movie, which is set within the Marvel Cinematic Universe starring Mahershala Ali, has now found itself without a director. The Hollywood Reporter is breaking the news that Blade has lost its previously announced director, Basim Tariq, who is stepping away from the helm due to scheduling issues. This was then followed by another rumor that the entire Blade movie is undergoing rewrites. Blade was planned to start filming in Atlanta this November, with a planned release date of November 3rd, 2023. Staying in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, The Hollywood Reporter is stating that Marvel Studios are now developing Don Cheadle's Armor Wars series as a movie instead. Sources told Hollywood Reporter that Marvel was committed in getting the story told the right way, and in that process realized that a feature was better suited for the project. Production on the Armor Wars series was looking to kick off sometime next year, but with the project transforming into a movie, it's expected that the schedule will be pushed back. It was stated during Marvel's panel at the D23 Expo that Secret Invasion, the upcoming series starring Samuel L. Jackson, will lead directly into Armor Wars, and as of now, it's not clear if this change will affect that plan. Marvel's Werewolf by Night is set to release on October 7th, and while it may seem like a one-off, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has explained in a recent featurette that the world they're introducing will ultimately become quite important to the future of the MCU. Werewolf by Night takes place on a dark and somber night as a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader. In a strange and macabre memorial to the leader's life, the attendees are thrust into a mysterious deadly competition for a powerful relic, a hunt that will ultimately bring them face to face with a dangerous monster. Werewolf by Night stars Gail Garcia Bernal as the titular werewolf. Following the realization of Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock Daredevil in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, actor Finn Jones has stated that he hopes that he'll be able to return as the Iron Fist one day. While speaking with comicbook.com, Finn Jones was asked whether or not he'd be down to return as Iron Fist, and the actor had the perfect idea for the character's potential and reintroduction. He said, quote, I would love to continue playing that character. I think there's a lot of room for growth. Personally, where I would like to see the reintroduction of the character would be something like a Heroes for Hire TV series. I think that would be the most dynamic and fun way to reintroduce those characters. Meanwhile, over at Peacock, we are finally getting the movie following the six seasons. The chairman of NBC Universal Television and Streaming Entertainment, Susan Rovner, had the following statement, quote, Six seasons and a movie started out as a cheeky line from Community's early seasons and quickly ignited a passionate fan movement for this iconic, hilarious, and cool, cool, cool NBC comedy. We're incredibly grateful that 15 years later, we are able to deliver fans this promised movie and can't wait to work with Dan Harmon, Andrew Guest, Joel McHale, Sony, and our partners at UTV to continue this epic comedy for Peacock audiences. As of now, there are no plot details for the upcoming Community film, nor a confirmation of what past stars will return. One of the show's regulars, Donald Glover, Lover skyrocketed to success with a rap career as Childish Gambino and has recently wrapped the successful FX series Atlanta, as well as Chevy Chase, whose falling out with the show led to the death of his character on the sitcom. Meanwhile, over at FX, it has been announced that the official title of season 11 of their anthology series American Horror Story will be American Horror Story New York City. They've also unveiled a piece of promotional art, which revealed the release date to be October 19th. The first two episodes of the 10-episode season will drop at 10 p.m. Eastern on on FX and will stream the next day on Hulu. They will be followed by two episodes each Wednesday for four subsequent weeks. As with every season of American Horror Story, plot details are still being kept under wraps, but we do know that this season includes Billy Lord, Zachary Quinto, Isaac Powell, and Patti Lupon, all of which have appeared in at least one previous season of the show.
Over at Prime, it has been announced that the upcoming Season 3 of the Jack Ryan series starring John Krasinski will have a December 21st release date. All eight episodes of the third season of Jack Ryan will be available to stream exclusively on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories worldwide. This season will find Jack Ryan on the run and in a race against time. Jack is wrongly implicated in a larger conspiracy and suddenly finds himself a fugitive out in the cold. Now wanted by both the CIA and an international rogue faction that he has uncovered, Jack is forced underground crisscrossing Europe trying to stay alive while preventing a massive global conflict. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan has already been renewed for a fourth season, which will be the final season of the series. During last Thursday's episode of The Daily Show, host Trevor Noah delivered a special message at the end of the show where he told his viewers, And and I realized that after the seven years, um, my time is up. I, uh, yeah, but in, 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 the most, in the most beautiful way, honestly. I, I've loved hosting this show. It's been one of my greatest challenges. It's been one of my greatest joys. I, I, I've loved trying to figure out how to make people laugh, even when the stories are particularly shitty on the worst days. You know, we've, we've laughed together, we've cried together. Um, but after seven years, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's time. No exact date has been given for Trevor Noah's departure from Comedy Central's Daily Show. Expectedly, no successor has also been named. Noah expressed genuine gratitude to his audience and viewers at home, calling his time hosting the show genuinely wild and one of my greatest challenges. As for his reasons for leaving the desk, Noah noted that he wanted to get back into stand-up in addition to traveling more. He concluded his speech with, you've truly made this one of the best experiences of my life. Over at Paramount, the trailer for the fifth season of Yellowstone released online, which will find its way back onto screens on November 13th with two new episodes. This new season shows Costner's character John Dutton being sworn in as the new governor of the state of Montana, and as he becomes part of the system, chaos ensues as enemies and war immediately follow his indoctrination. The series chronicles the Dutton family led by John Dutton, who controls the largest contiguous cattle ranch in the United States. Amid shifting alliances, unsolved murders, open wounds, and hard-earned respect, the ranch is in constant conflict with those who borders, an expanding town, a reservation, and vicious business rivalries. Hot off the success of Netflix's Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, Netflix has announced the next season of their Conversations with a Killer series, which will be the Jeffrey Dahmer Tapes. The Jeffrey Dahmer Tapes will release on October 7th, and a trailer is currently available online. I was a young lawyer at the time. I get this call from my boss. He said, I need you to see Jeffrey Dahmer. It's my first job. I felt like Clarice Starling in Silence of the Lambs. There were horrific things that he did. But Jeffrey Dahmer was a very complex person. What triggered it all? I wish I could give you a good straightforward answer about that. Conversations with a Killer uses never-before-heard audio interviews between Dahmer and his defense team to answer the big question, why was Dahmer, who had been convicted of sexual assault of a minor in 1988, able to avoid suspicion and detection from police as he stalked Milwaukee's gay scene for victims, many of whom were people of color? The three-part docuseries not only delves into the killer's warped psyche, but also examines police accountability through a modern-day lens. Netflix also announced that actor Kevin Bacon will be joining the newest installment in the Beverly Hills Cop franchise as 
as he is signed on for the fourth film in the series titled Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. And finally, we end on the news that America's dad, Tom Hanks, will release his debut novel, The Making of Another Major Motion Picture Masterpiece, in May of 2023. The book, which is being published by Penguin Random House, is about the making of a star-studded multi-million dollar superhero action film and the humble comic books that inspired it. As per the official publisher's site, the novel will span numerous decades, jumping from a post-World War II soldier in the 1940s to his nephew creating a comic book in the 1970s to a director adapting said comic book for the big screen in the present day. Hanks pulled partly from his own experiences in Hollywood, saying, quote, every character in the book does something I've experienced while making a movie, as well as discovered a philosophy or learned an important lesson. Even the foolish moments are some kind of stunt I've pulled or a mistake I've survived. The making of another major motion picture masterpiece will also include three comic books created by Hanks himself, one of which is the work featured throughout the novel. The novel itself is currently listed at 448 pages. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, in all my years, I never thought I'd say this, but Deborah Messing, it will have to wait. Wait.